0: Hey guys, what's up and welcome back to the Motivated Lawn Care Show. I'm your host, Caleb Nguyen, and today we're going to be talking about uh, what lawn care equipment should I buy um, in, the, in the first part of the series. It is a six-part series, is beginning with the end in mind. Um, you need to know what your setup, like in the future, you want it to look like, and the only reason you're going to know what the setup should look like is by deciding what kind of business you really want to run. And now I do want to say this, there's no one-size-fits-all. There's no buy this mower, buy this truck, buy this trailer. I'm not. That's. I'm not going to say that there isn't equipment out there that's better than others. Absolutely, hundred percent there is. Uh, but don't don't buy into people telling you that, you know, you have to buy this mower and you have to buy this this and this truck and this trailer and these trimmers are the best and this that. Like you're going to find what what works for you, um, and I'm going to help you guide you in that general direction, especially for the new guys who are just starting out. You're just like, just put me in a direction. I just want I just want a little bit of something to chew on, uh, something to go off of. And if that's you, uh I'm here for you. I got you. But we're gonna jump right into this. Uh like I said, we're gonna be thinking backwards on this one. What kind of business do you really want to build? Because the business you want to build it dictates what kind of equipment you're gonna want to be purchasing. And obviously if your end goal is a multi-million dollar company, it's a lot different than just wanting a sweet side hustle, and your equipment is going to look a lot different based upon that. So, with that being said, let's jump right on in. I think I got three. Hmm. Yep, I got three different kind of overall general little categories that I'm going to throw everything into. Number one is the multi-million dollar company. You want to be the next. I wasn't saying Corey Ballard. You want to be the next Perfect Cut. Um, those guys, the uh, the Augusta Long K, you want to be the next, you know, multi-million dollar company. Uh, number two is you want a nice, easy living uh, or big spending money early on in life. So maybe later on in life, um, you want to be making six figures and it's not that hard and you get to, you know, go outside, have fun, do your thing. Uh, or maybe you're a young guy and you're like, I want to make some serious, some pretty serious money for a younger dude. Uh, earlier on in life, um, and you just want it to be as easy as possible while making as much money as possible, nothing wrong with that. Uh, And I'll I'll tell you guys what that might look like a little bit more in a second. And then number three is going to be a sweet side hustle. You're just looking for a side hustle that makes you a butt ton of cash. Maybe you already have another primary job, police officer, I've heard of mailman. um, I've heard of like different like accounting, like tax professionals, like there's a bunch of different things that you can you can be. And this could be a really sweet side hustle, especially if you're still in school, like a student, uh, college, high school, that kind of thing. But we're gonna break it down. So the first, the first category I'm gonna go in a little bit more in depth on each of these categories, so that you guys know, uh, is a multi-million dollar company. When you're building uh, a company like that, to build a multi-million dollar company, obviously one of the first things you're probably gonna do is you're gonna upgrade everything commercial as soon as possible. You're probably gonna buy things bulk or fleet. You're just gonna buy the generic you know, the F-250 with the gas engine, base spec, minimal options, what you need to get the job done and what's going to help you get the job done, you know, more efficiently and better. Nothing fancy, no blackout packages, no off-road tires, none of that stuff. Um, You're probably going to pick a couple of brands and then stick with them so that you can get those fleet discounts. You're probably going to go in close trailers. Um, You're probably going to get a vehicle wrap and stick... You're also probably going to be financing everything that you can get your hands on. You're probably going to pay your guys okay, nothing crazy, just enough to keep them around, and you're going to do a lot of commercial bidding. That's what a multi-million dollar company is probably going to be looking like. If that's your goal, it's probably what you're working towards. All right, so number two, um, that nice, easy living or big spending money early on in life or even big spending money later on in life. You know, Even while you have kids and a family, you have a business that you can work out and about maybe a little bit, but maybe you only work thirty-five hours a week, but you can still manage to make six figures. You have a nice truck. Uh, maybe earlier on in life, you snag some cool toys that you can still have fun with. That kind of stuff. Uh, this is this is kind of ideal for those kinds of people. So for a lot of those people, you're probably um, you might even think about doing like more of a residual model. So like you start the business, but then you have somebody else kind of run it for you. Uh, that's that's an option, and I don't think it's a bad idea. It's what I'm doing next year. Uh, a little bit early, a little bit early to, to do that, but you know, it is what it is. I, I just kind of got to do it with the situation I'm in. Um, you're definitely going to want to upgrade to commercial equipment as soon as possible. It's going to be something you're going to be doing because you don't want to have to deal with the headache uh, of having to maintain things more. You know, it's all about time. So, like, what can save me time? Even if it costs like quite a bit of money to do so, if this motor is going to be faster, the cut quality is better. I don't have to sharpen the blades as often, I don't need to change the oil as often. That could be something. Uh, you're probably going to be dropping crappy clients. Whereas the multi-million dollar company? You're probably going to try and keep everybody around as long as possible, just scraping by. Um, when it's when it comes down to like making a nice, easy living, not having to think about it too much, and and you know not, not spend a whole lot of time. You're probably dropping the not as great clients like left and right uh, just to keep it easier for you. You're probably going to get the nicest uh, stuff that will last. So, higher end mowers, like you're not thinking about you're not thinking about buying in bulk, you're just going to get, you're just going to get the best thing. And you're probably going to trick it out with like all the cool stuff, like you're probably going to get a side discharge. So for like where the grass shoots out of the side of the mower, you're probably going to get like a a mulching kit for that, which is like a little plate cover that can flip over top of it, so that you're not shooting rocks into cars. Or you can just like if you're next to the sidewalk, and you just want to close that little sucker up. Uh, Or if you're, you know, mowing, and it's in the fall season, you want to mulch the leaves down into the grass, you can little little flap you could pop there, a couple hundred bucks there, probably a striping kit, a couple hundred bucks there, maybe a little, you know, some nicer, fancier options, a light kit, something cool. Um, You're going to be okay, spend a little bit of money on the cool, fancier stuff, because it's going to probably be you on the job or something you're very, you know, closely connected to. Uh, It's not just some huge entity, you have to deal with stuff every single day. So you want everything to just be the utmost best it can be. Uh, You're probably going to pay really well, You're just going to want a couple of really solid guys who do a fantastic job so that you can have hiring clients and and charge a little bit more, and you're just going to pay them really well to do that. Honestly, really great way of doing things because when everyone's paid well, everyone's just kind of happy. You're probably going to bid commercials and residential properties, but you're probably going to bid them really high uh, just to get that, that extra little profit margin, whereas the multi-million dollar company probably isn't picking and choosing as much because they have to take on such a large amount of volume. Um, and with this, you're really going to focus on the five pillars of lawn care, which I don't think I I talk about it enough. I talk about it a lot in the newsletter. If you guys have not subscribed to the newsletter, there's a link down below to my website. It's free. I give you guys exclusive content that I don't talk about here on the podcast. I'm going to do a bunch of like private YouTube videos and stuff in the future. I've done a couple, um, but I'm going to continue to do that. The five pillars. Oh boy, here we go. Uh, equipment is one of them. Uh, weather is one of them. Accounts like clients. Uh, employees, and then personal, like you, uh, personal development and stuff like that. People are, you're going to be focusing a lot on getting everything right. Uh, I've even heard it say so this way, I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent, it might take a second, but there's like five stages in business. Number one, getting your feet off the ground. Number two is like the grind stage, which is just like making sure that everything's solid, getting systems in place, getting ready to go. Stage three is optimizing everything that you have to see if you can scale it. So basically this is like... This this second tier that I'm talking about, this number two option, is like the tier three. Like you're just kind of like this is everything is the most profitable, the most optimizing. You're just looking and saying, Can I scale? Is that something what I want to do? Do I wanna exit from this? Do I just wanna put it on the shelf? Like what do I want to do with this? Um, and kind of optimizing it. And then he says number four is scaling, and then number five is like walking away from the business, you know cashing out or whatever your exit strategy is this is kind of like a stage three kind of thing like i said it's just kind of like the everything is just so optimized and dialed in and especially if it's just like you and a couple of other people or even if you're doing it like more residually based like i will where i'm not really going to be very highly involved in it but i'll just go over the numbers every quarter or whatever uh you're probably going to want to like i said pay well make sure the equipment's good and you're probably not going for the biggest scale You're just trying to maximize what you have. All right, number three, I spent a little bit of time on number two. Number three is you're looking for a sweet side hustle. If you're doing all you're looking for is a sweet side hustle, all your properties are going to be residential. You're probably not gonna wanna take on any debt for your mowers, for your equipment, anything. Uh, and you're probably just going to pay okay or maybe really well if you can't find help. Since it's more of a side hustle, you're probably going to have a harder time getting people. So when you get people, a college buddy or you know your nephew or, or whoever, um, a friend, somebody from church, whatever, you're probably going to have to pay them pretty decently. But maybe you can get away with paying them not super well. Um, and then you're also going to focus on the five pillars here, but obviously not to the extent of number two. Uh, and that's what I got for you. Those are the three. Multi-million dollar company. Nice easy living, or big spending money, and then a sweet side hustle. And I'm going to walk through what equipment you should be really looking at buying, uh, depending on which one you want to do. So, so categorize yourself. Number one, I want to build a multi-million dollar business. Do you want to do that? Is that what you're looking for? Yes, no, maybe. If it is, great. Leave that in your mind, and we're going to get there in a second. Um, And we're going to talk about what equipment you're probably going to be looking at buying. Number two, do you want to have like the most optimized dialed in? So like you can kind of walk away and it runs itself and you make cash. Or maybe you work in this business but only 30 35 hours a week it's no big deal hassle free you know not a whole lot of stress you know that kind of stuff and you still make six figures or better than that even you could make a little bit more than that um, or number three you're just looking for a sweet side hustle that can make you some some serious serious money but yeah you don't you don't have a whole lot of time necessarily to dedicate to it so we're gonna jump right in with each uh, type of equipment you're probably going to be looking at buying depending on which these cat three categories that you fit in. Now, these are kind of overgeneralized, but this is going to help lay out the framework for the rest of the series for you to kind of think what equipment that you're going to want to be buying. So number one, if you're looking to build a multi-million dollar company, you, the first thing is going to be trucks. You're probably going to want to get generic trucks. Uh, I see a lot of the guys getting like the 2,500. So like um, Chevy Silverado, 2,500, GMC Sierra, 2,500 uh ram 2500 ford f-250 that kind of stuff i just see them getting a base trim gas generally a longer box and a crew or regular cab so two doors or four doors um generally they'll have a couple they'll have mostly two doors but then have a couple of four doors for like a landscaping job where they have a bunch of guys on the job uh i have seen people who have 1500s it's not unheard of but generally those are companies that are aren't doing quite as well uh and so they'll just finance some older trucks. I honestly think that a 1500 can do like, it can do, let's be honest, it can do 90% of what we need it to do. Now, if you are doing landscaping, and you're hauling a lot of materials in a dump bed, or skid steer, yes, by all means, get a 2500. If plowing is one of your biggest ways of making money, and you're plowing huge commercial lots, by all means, get a 2500. If you're not doing those things, why are you buying a 2500 when you could just buy a 1500? So like, uh, Silverado 1500, a GMC Sierra 1500, um, a Ram 1500, Ford F-150, Toyota Tundra, Nissan Titan, or maybe not a Nissan. I mean, I don't know. Um, like you can, you don't have to to spend all the money on the gas, the insurance, and the upfront cost that it's going to cost to get a bigger truck. Um, so that's that's trucks. So probably just going to get a generic base spec, cheapest it comes more basic engines just whatever you need to need to get to get by to get the best gas mileage and you know cheapest not not expensive option and then you're probably going to have enclosed wrap trailers so your trailer is going to be enclosed you're going to pre-order those trailers get the exact trailers with the lighting and the doors and everything like you like it you're probably going to put a wrap on the trailer uh if not the truck as well definitely on the trailer Uh, you're also going to probably get the same brand for mowers Right? You're probably and you're probably gonna have like big mowers. so like uh, 60 inch decks, maybe even a 72 a couple 72s, but generally just like 60 inch deck high end, mid mid to high end commercial uh, zero turns, sit down stand up, you know, it doesn't really matter, but generally all the same brand as well. And you'll probably also have like fancy walk behinds for sections that you can't get with the big mowers. And then last but not least, uh, for the handheld, like the weed whackers, and uh, the leaf blowers and, and all that, those tools, uh, hedge trimmers, that kind of stuff, you're probably gonna all have the same brand, whether that's Steel, Echo, Red Max, you're probably just gonna have the same brand for everything and you're just gonna run with that because you're gonna get fleet discounting, your guys know how to fix it, they know all the quirks with it instead of having 47 different types of trimmers, and oh, I like this one, I like this one, I don't know how to fix this one, I don't know how to fix this one. It just adds a lot of chaos to it and when you're scaling like that, generally people will just kind of, it's just easier to have all one brand Now, before we leave the multi million dollar thing, uh, I personally don't plan on building a multi million dollar lawn care company. I looked into it and said, I don't really think it's the play for me. But if you think it's the play for you, I encourage you don't start scaling until you literally cannot take on any more work with the second team. Uh, I'm not saying don't take a risk and run Facebook ads and buy stuff and put down payments on stuff. You can do that. Um, Make sure that you have enough experience make sure that you are so profitable with your teams already. When you get to that point when that one team is just bursting at the seams and you're so profitable and everything's running good and you've got incredible equipment and you can afford to buy that kind of equipment for your next team and you have enough guys, um, then you can go ahead and, and you know how to kind of market and advertise and put yourself out there, then go ahead and do that and start building more teams. But don't don't do it if your profit isn't at a good spot. Like at the end of this year, sure, I could go start a second team for next year, but it doesn't make sense because I haven't dialed in all the, the, the people that I have. You know, I'm not making that thousand dollars a year off of each client. Uh, you know, a lot of stuff of the equipment is finally just getting there. So there's just a lot of stuff that's going to go wrong and fall apart. And if you have multiple crews running that are suboptimal, you're just going to mess yourself up a lot. So that's my rant. So, uh, then for number two, the, the kind of setup um like if you're looking just to you know make a really good easy living make a bunch of money or just really good money as a younger guy um, like i said just like getting everything to the best profitability point here's the equipment you're gonna be you're gonna be buying which is kind of what i would be personally be more looking at buying so you're probably gonna buy uh, tricked out personal preference 1500 or 2500 gas or diesel so like for the first multi-million dollar company, you probably just want to go gas. But if you really want a diesel, and you're in the number two s- slot, and this is going to be like personal use as well, uh, this is the truck that you think is cool. You like it. You've test driven it. You love it. It's everything. You know, it's your baby. Maybe, um, maybe you have another car. That's fine. Uh, but I'm saying like it's a good truck that you can use. Stick the kids in there. That kind of thing. Um, like you, the, the world's before you, you. Buy whatever truck you that suits your fancy. Um, obviously you need to have a little bit of a, of, of you need to get, get a tow hitch and like a trailer controller and that kind of stuff on the truck, spec on the truck, but you can kind of like play around with what stuff you think looks cool. If you're in that bracket, if you're looking to build a multi-million dollar company or have a side hustle, not to play at all. Uh, you're probably going to have an enclosed or utility trailer, kind of an option. Some people go both ways on it. If you have somewhere to stick all your equipment, like a barn or a shed, uh, utility trailer could definitely be the way. If you don't, enclosed trailer seems to make sense uh and then so whatever the best mowers are you're probably gonna buy them doesn't matter if they're a different brand than each other you're probably not gonna care you just want the best mower like the best stand on and the best sit down they might not be from the from the same brand so you're just gonna want to get whatever whatever works and then you're probably gonna want it all tricked out with the with the light kit and the striping kit and the mulching kit and all these other little fancy things um you're probably gonna want to trick those out make them easier for yourself to, to zip around on And then whatever handheld works best, you can play around with different brands. You have that option there. Uh, And since you're not going to have 47 different trimmers, because why would you? If it's just a one, you know, just a three-man crew, then why do you have 47 of them? Um, You can play around a little bit with that and optimize it a little bit more. And you can mix and match a little bit more with with that. If that describes the business that you're looking to have, uh, that that business that you can you can walk away and make residual income, or you can just, you know, you could be you could run this thing into your your uh, uh, until you're like middle aged and still be making a good money, making good money, have kids, settle down, do all that stuff. Um, if that's you, then then that's the equipment that you should be buying, um, and that's what you're probably gonna want it to look like. Then number three is uh, that side hustle setup. What is the, the setup gonna be? The goal for you if you're just looking to make this a side hustle. What should you really be buying for this? Obviously, you probably shouldn't just be going out and buying brand new uh, 2500 uh, model, uh, like the heavier duty, gas, regular cabs, so or two doors, long box. You're probably not gonna wanna go finance like a brand new truck and all that kind of stuff like that. You're probably just gonna wanna go and buy whatever can pull a trailer and is the cheapest and that won't break. And that might look like a Toyota Tacoma. That might look like a Ford Ranger. I don't know, whatever it looks like for you you're you're not gonna want to spend a fortune on it if it's not a pickup truck if it's an SUV, you know you're just gonna have to just go with it like you're just looking to spend the least amount of money on this, uh but still be able to get by and not have stuff breaking on you. You're definitely gonna have a utility trailer, an enclosed trailer where you when you're at the point that like it's still a side hustle for you is a little bit ridiculous. It's over the top. It's gonna weigh a lot, so you need a more powerful vehicle. You need more you know space to fit it in there. Plus. Like unless you're getting a big enclosed trailer, I don't know why you get an enclosed trailer. You just get a utility trailer and it's even easier. Um, and then you're probably going to just work with whatever whatever mower works on a budget, on your budget. Uh, you're just going to get the, the thing that you can get your hands on that's not going to break all the time and, and run well for you. And then you're probably just going to use whatever handheld equipment works on a budget. So really whatever works for you, you're just going to run with it. And uh, that's going to be the play for you if you're looking to build a side hustle. All right guys, that was quite a bit work, but I'm going to just real quick just speed right through it all just as a refresher. So, first, if you're building a multi-million dollar company, you're going to want generic trucks, you're going to want enclosed wrap trailers, and same brand for mowers, same brand for handheld equipment, right? Number two, if you're looking to build something that's just super profitable, whether you're looking to step away and just make residual income, just income doing not much of anything, or you want this to be like your legitimate job and you want it to be as painless as possible, you're probably gonna get some sort of personal truck, maybe with the blacked out and the rims and all that kind of stuff. You might get an enclosed or utility trailer, depends on what your storage looks like. And you're probably gonna just go with whatever the best mowers are at the time and whatever handheld equipment works best for you. And then if you're just looking to make a sweet side hustle, whatever can pull a trailer, utility trailer, and whatever mowers and handhelds work on your budget and aren't going to break on you. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. I'm definitely putting this stuff into play. And I, I do have one final piece of advice for you guys. Start getting your business there sooner. So if your goal is to build a multimillion-dollar company, see how soon you can go and buy. figure out what brand of uh, mowers that you want to buy all of them up and then go switch over if you have a couple of other odd odd ones out go sell those and go get the ones of the same brand same with handheld equipment uh, same with trucks and then get it you know get those enclosed trailers as soon as possible and you know like just just start moving in the direction of the business that you really want and that that applies for equipment as it does with clients as it does with uniforms business structures, a bunch of different stuff that we'll get into later. But with your setup, you want to start moving yourself in that direction as soon as quickly as possible. Just make sure you know what it is that you're really looking for. And don't go out and try and act like the big dog if you're just looking to do a side hustle. Know which one of these categories you want to be and buy equipment accordingly. That being said, we got a bunch more. We got five more episodes coming out about what kind of equipment you should buy. I do talk brands a little bit. I talk about some of my favorite brands, uh, some brands that some buddies of mine that like to use that I found that actually work pretty well. Um, I also talk about some some issues with equipment that people, it seems to come up pretty frequently, that some of which I've had firsthand experience with, some of which I have not. So guys, please be sure to stay tuned to that. Follow, leave us a five-star review below. And like I said earlier, Go to our website. There's a link in the description below and subscribe to that free newsletter. Thanks, guys, and I will catch you on the next episode. Peace out, Girl Scouts.